0: Hello, and welcome to Chasing the Hug, the podcast series where we talk about wrestling, movies, pop culture, and anything else producer Jason tells us we need to talk about. I mean, it's everything always and talking in circles. I'm your host, Nick Johnson, a.k.a. Dr. Nicodemus, and I'm here with my co-host. Steve, the uh, Divided Sacasus. Divided. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're here with this wonderful podcast for you, our fans, going around about everything. And Steve, tell tell our fans, you know, generally what we're about. What's happening with this podcast? Well, first, let's
1: use the uh, the term fans loosely here because this is the first, the inaugural uh, podcast, Nick. And so, let's make sure we get that understood and understanding that part of it. Uh, "Chasing the Hug" is the name of the podcast, correct? correct okay and uh, i'm going to tell you my um definition of chasing the hug and i'd like you to kind of go into your own chasing the hug is a wrestling term in which the face is mm-hmm. looking to get the crowd of which they're at to cheer for them so a, a cheap pop would be um hey everyone here in insert city name here richmond indiana yeah. crowd goes wild he's chasing the hug okay
0: uh, that's what i believe it to be yours go ahead no i completely agree if you oh. if you're live in indianapolis and you say Home of the Indianapolis Pacers, you know the Indiana Pacers. Everybody's going to cheer, <laughs> right? Indianapolis. I Pacers. don't know basketball. You'll yeah, learn that very quickly. That's true. Uh,
1: not enough tackling. But um, what's the part, what's the purpose of this podcast? What are we trying to get out of this here? What are we trying to have uh, to as we build a fan base here? What are we trying to What are we trying to have them do and learn?
0: Well, we're trying to have them love us. That's one. So that they keep coming back for more, but we're also just trying to expose them to a little bit of everything, you know, pop culture, movies, some of our passions, uh, professional wrestling, horror movies, sports, uh, what life's like in division three athletics, what life's like in general.
1: Yeah, and give a little bit of background yourself, Nick. Uh, I think we should kind of let the audience know a little bit about who we are, how we got this point. Uh, kind of just give me a, uh, which is hard for you to do because you love hearing your voice. Um, I talk to me a little bit about how you got to the point that you're here with producer Jason and myself.
0: Well, I remember one day in the locker room, you guys pinned me down, and you poured boiling oil over my face and said that I was going to have to do this. That was not supposed to leave the locker room. Oh, my bad, my bad. But I think, you know, I think this is something fun. We listen to a lot of podcasts. We uh, are big fans of Busted Open, which is a pro wrestling podcast. We listen to sports podcasts. I listen to a lot of stuff on Game of Thrones or uh, other fantasy shows and uh, interesting topics around the world. And so... We thought, why not try our hand at it? It's something we do. We get together every week. We've always talked about it, and here we are doing it.
1: Yep, and we have, uh, for the fans out there who are pro wrestling fans, they have uh, All all Elite AEW Dynamite on in the background right now, and so currently we have Chris Jericho versus Claudio... Kinsignol.
0: Kastignol. Nole, <coughs> He's the Swiss. The
1: ROH World Champion here in the opening match of the Arthur Ashe Grand Slam uh, tonight here on AEW. And so with that thing being said, Nick, let's just go into the first topic here. And, and let me give you a little bit of a background about myself here. Uh, Nick and I um, have been friends for a few days, and we've enjoyed each other's uh, company. And um, I know Nick loves to hear himself talk, and Jason mm. loves to buy podcast uh, materials. And so here's how we got to the point today of where we're at in doing this. So uh, what I'd like to do is let's start with some conversation points here and staying on the idea that uh, wrestling is the main reason why we do this. I'm going to ask you, Nick, kind of go into um, what is the reason why you like pro wrestling?
0: Oh, man. (laughs) That's such a loaded question, but I'll, I'll try to keep it simple. I love, I love the show. I love the pageantry. I love the art of it. Um, it's, it's so much work that goes into it. It's I'm a huge fan of soap operas. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a soap opera actor. And I'm a huge fan of professional sports and athleticism. And where else in the world do you combine athleticism, professional sports and soap opera? Uh, It's just really great to see a human interest stage play take place in a combat style arena where you have physical contact going on. You have basically simulated and oftentimes real, for those of you naysayers, fighting taking place. And a lot of people, you know, will say that pro wrestling is fake. (laughs) I tend to think people are fake and pro wrestling is real. Ken Kennedy. So it's. It's just an amazing event to me. It's a spectacle. I love the pageantry. I love the atmosphere. It's like a rock concert. Uh, It's like a show. It's everything wrapped into one. And the best part is, I'm not the only one. You love it, too, for a lot of these reasons, right?
1: I do. I uh, grew up watching it as a kid. Um, I think each of us as well, too, probably could say that we had our times of which we got away from it a little bit. Sure. Because depending on when we were growing up a little bit, it got a little bit too uh, cartoony. And then the Attitude Era hit. And then it got really hot. You were... what twenty-three years old at that point when the Attitude Era hit. I was eleven at that hey, point. Man, I know. Uh, but you know, it got a little bit more uh, real life, and there were some storylines there. And then a little bit in the early two thousands, they had uh, what was that? What was that era called? Ruthless the, aggression. The ruthless aggression. That's where John Cena got big. And then now we're at where competition is back in the game, where you have. Uh, WWE, which Triple H is now um, you know, pretty much helping run the storylines there, and then AEW where Tony Khan, whose father Shad Khan, owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham, I believe, is the FC team as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. And um, A lot of money that they can actually compete financially to provide wrestlers that you might remember from WWE to be able to come across and have some competition, and competition breeds success Nick's, and, and, Nick, and I think that's uh, where we're seeing right now, uh, wrestling at, at getting back to the high points.
0: No, absolutely. It's it's just such a spectacle and it's so much fun and I want to encourage the fans whatever side of the fence that you're on uh, when you if you're WWE, AEW, ROH, whatever, just enjoy pro wrestling. Just enjoy it. Someone tried to steal your So, you know, going through these talking points, we're talking about everything always, and (laughs) we're trying not to circle the drain, just talking circles. Let's go on to something else. You know, um, we talk about wrestling. We talk about that being a passion for us. But we also love movies. We love cinema. We love film. I know you've been known to watch, you know, five movies in a weekend. What's your favorite movie, and what does that truly reveal? About you?
1: Well, um, I think as we stay on this thing, are you asking any a certain genre? Or are you asking me if I'm on a desert island and uh, oh. a desert island, and I cannot. Um, see any other movie but this movie on uh, continue repeat? Is that what you're asking me? Or are you just saying overall in a certain genre? I say overall in a certain genre. Just overall, your favorite movie. (laughs) You're overall in a certain... You're actually just describing is what I want you to know. So I'm I'm just saying just the overall movie I like the best. Yeah, the overall movie I
0: like the best. And we're going to talk about what that reveals about you.
1: I'm going to go with, and I've said this numerous times, my players, we uh, uh, have this conversation about some things that kind of have icebreakers as a team. My favorite movie of all time is... Super bad. I I actually, um, <laughs> I can't stop it. laughing about that movie. I think there's uh, every single thing that you want on there. Um, it reminds me of childhood as well as it, uh, you know, it is a really great just buddy comedy um, as they're looking to get off to college and kind of start their lives there. So I really
0: enjoyed just watching that one. That movie is hilarious. What about you? What would you say? <laughs> oh, man, there's so many. This is like you're catching me by surprise, man, because there's a lot of great films that I love, but. Given my choice, I'm a huge comic book nerd and I'm a huge Batman fan. I love the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I think each movie has a specific theme, uh, so I can't just, like, pick one. Um, as The first one is, you know, all about fear. The second one is all about chaos. And the third one is about redemption. And uh, I think those are really tremendous allegories for our lives. Because oftentimes when we have a trial or tribulation, there's a lot of fear attributed to it. Uh, And then ensuing from that fear is chaos and entropic effect of our lives and our experiences. And we rise from it. We redeem ourselves. And
1: let's also talk about we don't know what our our IQ of
0: our audience is right now. So why don't we use words that they actually understand when you're describing something Nick like Batman, Batman, beat Scarecrow, (laughs) Batman, take on Joker, Batman, defeat Bane. No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. I grew up in the shadows. The shadows is a gated community. Outside of <laughs> Gotham. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just, you know, thinking about that. So, bad. what does that reveal about you? What do you think that says about you?
1: Extremely shallow. Extremely shallow. Extremely shallow. Um, and, and kind of just speaking of movies right now, you know, it's been... Um, Oh, it's uh, some good time now that the movie theaters actually been back open. How how often have you had a chance to actually go out to theaters and see movies compared to just watching stuff now at home?
0: Uh, not often, unless it's like a you know I'm huge into Marvel. If it's a Marvel movie, I've made the effort. But I've also waited for things to come on Disney Plus. I'm trying to think the last movie I went to didn't didn't we go to uh, Doctor Strange together? Was that us? Multiverse of Madness. I thought we saw Spider Man. You're right. We saw Spider-Man. That's when yeah. we went and saw. I remember Jason,
1: uh, producer Jason, said, Hey, you know what, Steve? Let's go spend 40 bucks on this AMC-exclusive uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness thing for Doctor Strange. And I was like, ah, I want to sell this right now because this is the worst money I've ever spent, producer Jason. And yeah. you know this to be true.
0: Producer Jason's kind of selfish. You'll get to know that throughout the show. He's pretty much into himself and things that he wants. <laughs> that was great. What was that again? yeah producer jason selfish Uh, maybe the next topic what do you think let's go brother all right let's go back to wrestling real quick favorite yeah ding 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 favorite male wrestler of all time
1: uh favorite I i mean i'm gonna if i have to say you know my money's on scott hall i think scott hall um i mean honestly people believe that he is of cuban descent Because of who he played as Razor Ramon, and he wasn't. If you look at young Scott Hall growing up, he's got this giant mustache. Um, He was the Diamond Stud, I believe was his name. Um, In WCW, he he was just able to convert himself in WWE as Razor Ramon. Then after the curtain call, which was when they left WWE, went to WCW, he went and was actually one of the first wrestlers to... um, go by their real name. And um, now as you watch wrestling, a lot of the wrestlers are using their real name. And and the reason I think WWE doesn't like that is because they want to have credit and trademark for the characters and names they have. And this allowed anything being sold with Scott Hall's name on it allowed him to make the money on there. So he he really changed the game of wrestling, not um, seen as a really... um, great person. Um, but I do believe that he tried to change his ways later in life and realize that who he was as a wrestler, um, you know, maybe it kind of rubbed people the wrong way, but I was always entertained, man. I love the spooky fingers. I loved yeah. when, uh, you know, he would walk through and kind
0: of have the sidewalk there and um, just big fan, man. What yeah. about yourself? Yeah. I love seeing you do that. No question. Scott Hall is one of the greatest and the late Scott Hall. We mourn his passing. Uh, for me, Man, uh, obviously Dwayne Johnson, uh, just so entertaining for me, so much fun. Uh, As you know, I'm a huge Kenny Omega mark, and I love Jay Lethal, and Randy Savage was one of my all-time favorites. But when I saw The Rock in college, and he was Rocky Maivia, and he was getting booed, and nobody liked him. I told everybody in our cohort, you know, a bunch of guys I was watching, with, this guy's gonna be great. He's gonna take over the world." And they all called me stupid and said, and know, what I was talking about." And now, who stupid, makes eighty million? Stupid. Now, who makes eighty million dollars a year just for putting his face on a film? You know what I mean? So, uh, he's fantastic entertainer and he's also an inspirational human being and all around decent guy, good guy, and uh, has done a lot of good things in uh, entertainment. And if he were to come out right now, there's no need to chase the hug. I mean, he's getting pop automatically, no matter what he says.
1: Well, well, let me actually segue into my next conversation. This is actually something that producer Jason and I were speaking about this week, and I want to get your thoughts on this, okay? So I would say right now the three biggest former or archived WWE wrestlers that have made the great jump to cinematic universes would be The Rock, would be the number one, okay? Then you have Dave Bautista and you have John Cena. Agreed. Um, Where would you say, you know, if if each of them – were to put out a solo movie, how would you rank that in the idea that people and audiences would go to see them? Because I have a specific
0: belief in yeah, what I think this. some people have. What do you think? So I think that people are always going to see the rock. I think is a huge draw. And I think Dave Bautista has really gotten over and, and, you know, kind of his knives out sequel and his work in the MCU and other things he's done. And I think Cena would honestly be last. Although I think he has uh, the most potential out of all three of them. He's very intelligent, very good on the mic, very good in front of a camera, uh, but you know, uh, Deej, Dewey, he's running it.
1: Yeah, I, I would actually have to disagree with you. Um, so let me tell you why. Boo. So I definitely agree that The Rock, if you're looking at standalone films right now, The Rock, uh, people would pay the money to go see The Rock, no matter what it is. I mean, if right. you look at Skyscraper, awful movie, but yeah, people went to go see it. I hate you, it's a um, great film. Dave Bautista, unless it's Drax, is the character. I don't know if a standalone film for him just with the name Dave Batista, will draw interest. Hmm. I think that there will be uh, movies. He'll be in great in ensembles. You mentioned knives out and what's coming up now. Um, what is it? The onion? The
0: Onion, producer Jason knows. He just won't say because
1: he's too selfish to get on a mic. Glass onion. The Glass Onion is another ensemble film. Um, yeah, he wasn't in Knives Out. He was in The Glass Onion. Wasn't that the sequel to Knives Out? It is, but he wasn't in Knives Out. I'm judging. Um, so I think he's good in the ensemble. I think John Cena would come in number two because I think John Cena um, is a name that when you look at now, when Cena came out and Cena started wrestling in 2003, I think, that group that grew up with Cena as young kids now is in an age where that was their dude, that was their Hulk Hogan back in the day, and yeah. now I think they'll go out and spend it. Batista, as we know him as Blue Tista, was Blue-Tista. a big time WWE superstar, but also kind of fell on <laughs> flat air as well too, depending Trip-Tista. on some of the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think it would be The Rock to me, Cena, and then Dave Batista
0: would be third. I mean we'll to each their own. Agree to disagree. Win and Rome. Who's your favorite female wrestler of all time? Stacy Keebler. Stacy Stacy Keibler? Mhm. Stacy Keebler is your favorite female wrestler of all time.
1: If you're asking me who would I pay to go see in a ring wrestling other females,
0: it would be Stacy Keebler. Yes. Muy interesante. And your answer would be um I think Beth Phoenix. Really like Beth Phoenix. Um, yeah, we're on way too different ends
1: of the spectrum, but we knew that already. <laughs>
0: we literally and figuratively are on way two different yeah. ends. I mean, Stacy Keebler
1: is super thin, super rail, like rail thin. Uh, dated, maybe engaged to George Clooney at one time. Yeah, they were engaged. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, if if George Clooney at the time was the number one movie star in America, um, could enjoy her
0: company? Why couldn't I? One, you're not the number one movie star in America. and... Too, i I'm not saying you can't enjoy your company. I love you, Clem. <laughs> Producer Jason, what do you think? Thanks for your input. Yep. All right. What made you... You're not going to go into why you chose Beth Phoenix? Oh, you want me to go why I chose Beth? I think she's a phenomenal worker. I think she was super strong. I thought she was different from someone at her time. That was the diva era where you had the real thin, you know, bikini model types. And Beth Phoenix came in as a professional wrestler and did professional wrestler things. And I think that's most impressive and set a precedent for the hybridization of female wrestling and the legitimization of female wrestling.
1: Solid answer. Solid answer. And finally, last topic of the evening, and I'm going to take this one over and I'm going to ask you, Nick, please tell me growing up or you now as a 60 year old man, (laughs) uh, what was your favorite
0: or what is your favorite wrestling gimmick of all time? I I thought we were (laughs) shifting out of the wrestling topic. My favorite gimmick of all time, black machismo. And who is that? Jay Lethal as the black, as he's, he's, he just impersonated Randy Savage and he did it so perfectly that every time he does it, I just, I'm just over the moon about it. I'm over the moon about it. I love it. What about you? Uh, favorite gimmick. It's a great question that I asked you.
1: Um, I would go with Gilbert. Uh, Gilberg. I like
0: that, you know, the fake Bill Goldberg.
1: I like, and they did that back in the day when Bill Goldberg was really hot for WCW. WWE was trying to put the competition down, and they had Dwayne Gill, who at the time was wrestling as a jobber, enhancement talent in the WWE as Dwayne Gill, um, and they wanted to do something with him and mock WCW. And so they had, this guy came out as Gilbert. He'd come out with little sparklers, and they'd put put him out with extinguishers and those kind of things. So I thought... I mean, he's making money right now off of doing that. Same thing with Virgil. You know, when you look at Vincent and Virgil, that guy is just is rolling in the dough,
0: just being uh, you know million dollar man's lackey. <laughs> I love the way he used to count the money, like I sticking that chin out and just moving the moving the dollar bills. It was great. This has been good. I mean, this has been fun. I know it's mostly been about wrestling, but it's not always going to be about wrestling. I think, you know, our fans are going to get a taste of a little bit of everything, but this is something we certainly know. Um, we want to ha- shout out a thanks to producer Jason, who dutifully put the questions together today, but is kind of a hater, so we're not going to get too talk about much chasing ready. the hug.
1: When you have to actually, we're looking at a script right he here, and he actually literally He re- said that in here, uh, make sure, outro, thanks to pro- producer Jason for the questions today, because this dude needs the hug right
0: now. <laughs> we're live! In Indianapolis, Indiana <laughs> we, hope you, we hope you learned A little something about us And uh, you know and how this podcast is going to go It's going to be random, it's going to be all over the joint
1: Yeah, please rate and review and subscribe to the following uh, And follow our discussions whenever you get the chance To watch podcasts uh, We come out with a new episode every week And if you had a chance to join in the conversation Leave us a comment, send us a voice message Through anchor.fm page Period
0: Please do that Tonight's show has been brought to you by 30 pound weighted blanket The heavy hug that you need out at your local Walmart. Walmart located conveniently in Richmond, Indiana. Well, we're glad you joined us tonight. I'm Nick Johnson. And I am Sackalicious Steve Sakasits.